0: Kansas Memory, a Kansas State Historical Society podcast featuring glimpses of Kansas history from documents in the Library and Archives collections. Message to the House of Representatives of the State of Kansas. Today I am keeping the promise I made to the people of Kansas when they elected me. I promised that I would not play a political game with this very serious issue. I am personally opposed to the death penalty but believe that a majority of Kansans support it as a matter of public policy. I promised that if the legislature passed a bill, I would allow it to become law without my signature. I refused to sign House Bill 2578, thereby allowing it to become law on this date. Joan Finney, Governor, April 22, 1994 With this short message, Kansas Governor Joan Finney permitted the 1994 death penalty bill to take effect. Executions were now legal in capital murder cases for the first time since 1972, when the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling on Furman v. Georgia invalidated the existing capital punishment law in Kansas and 39 other states. The death penalty has always been controversial in Kansas. Executions were first halted in 1872 after the legislature passed a law requiring the governor to sign off on all execution orders. For the next 35 years, Kansas governors refused to comply. In 1907, the legislature repealed the capital punishment law. This October 3, 1906 letter from Kansas Governor Hoke to Fletcher D. Proctor, the governor of Vermont, explains his opposition to capital punishment.
1: My dear sir. The law in this state provides for a death penalty, but leaves its execution optional with the governor after the prisoner has been confined in the penitentiary for one year. No governor has ever exercised, and I think none will ever exercise this prerogative in the execution of anyone. Personally. I have always been opposed to capital punishment, and as a student of the subject have long since become convinced that it is not a deterrent of crime, but a promoter of it. With me, the matter is fundamental. I can understand how those who believe that death ends all can take a life by legal process, But how one who believes in immortality and in the conditions precedent to life hereafter, for real or woe, for heaven or hell, can consent deliberately to plunge a human soul into that hereafter is something I cannot understand. To the criminal to prepare for that hereafter. But suppose he has not prepared. The time could never come when I would not be willing to give him still another chance. I would leave the final decision with him who gave life and alone under normal conditions has the right to take it. I believe capital punishment brutalizes mankind and contributes to the crime it was invented to prevent. Time was when executions were made as public as possible in order to teach objective lessons to the spectators. But thoughtful people have long since come to the conclusion that these spectacles brutalize all who witness them and so now we only brutalize a choice few witnesses in some prison enclosure. But the fact, after all, was what was brutalized, and this fact remained, whether witnessed by few or many, is paraded the next day through newspapers, cheapening the value of human life in the minds of the masses in whose minds life is already too cheap. I have no doubt what ever that the abolishment of capital punishment will ultimately greatly reduce crime, and I have no doubt whatever that Kansas is freer from crime of this character because of the humane attitude of our advanced civilization on the subject. With great respect, I am cordially yours, E.W. Holt. In 1935, House Bill
0: 11 reinstated the death penalty by hanging for first-degree murder, possibly as a reaction to mobster killings. Among the bill's provisions was one that barred public executions. Subsequently, Milton F. Amrine, warden of the Kansas State Penitentiary at Lansing, resigned his post in 1944 rather than carry out the first executions resulting from the new law. Excerpts from his statement of February 8, 1944, explain his reasons.
2: I am resigning the wardenship at Lansing because the governor and the board wish to institute capital punishment at Lansing. I do not approve this program. I think the board will confirm that except for this good-natured but definite difference on capital punishment, we have worked very harmoniously. Our state has a good governor and a good board of administration. I am opposed to building a scaffold and putting to death a man in the Kansas State Penitentiary because, first of all, I am opposed to capital punishment. Secondly, for 70 years, Kansas decreed life imprisonment to its murderers. I do not wish to be a participant when the state turns to the barbarous right of killing. During the 30 years in which I have been closely connected with penal institutions work, I have not been exiled upon to administer a death sentence. I am convinced capital punishment is not a constructive method of handling the homicide type of criminals. Thirty years ago, I held the opposite conviction. I have learned outstanding criminals, especially murderers, are mental cases of a definite sort. Men with diseased and warped minds, abnormal, to be restrained permanently, or until competent mental scientists declare these men restored to mental health. As a crime, murder is in a class by itself. Chief contributing causes are insanity, borderline insanity, low-type moronic mind, drugs, liquor, mental frustration, personal or circumstantial, excessive emotionalism, constituting mental unbalance. In the 30 years I have known and talked with several hundred murderers, I have never known one who did not classify somewhere In the above categories, I do not defend murderers. I simply say a legal killing of such men is a defeatist gesture. It is evasive action, unworthy of a civilized, progressive state. For seven years, Kansas has had the death statute. Until last year, only once was the death sentence decreed. This was commuted to life imprisonment. Today, three men in the Kansas penitentiary await execution. Three more are in county jails on the way to an execution verdict. Someday a woman in Kansas will receive the death sentence. So we will hang a woman in this highly civilized state? Unless, as in one county, the jury revolted at hanging a wife equally guilty with her husband who received the death sentence. What's the matter with our justice in such cases? Other reasons why I oppose capital punishment are... Under the Kansas law, a life sentence is just as legal as a death sentence. Whether a man should live or die, only a just God knows. An execution is an assumption, of perfect judgment. Capital punishment does not in any way restore a loss, but it does confirm in the public mind that taking human life is compensation, which it is not. and promotes the killing motive. An execution accomplishes only what revenge can accomplish. Capital punishment does not lessen homicide. Seems to increase the killer motive. An execution cannot affect the abnormal mental state which promotes a murder. It is a futile gesture. I am opposed to capital punishment because it is irreparable failure of justice to those who are irreparably weak, miserable, irresponsible creatures. Outstanding criminals are subjects for deep social therapy, not execution. Capital punishment is lack of social statesmanship. Capital punishment is not self-defense for the state. It sounds absurd to say the death of one man will defend the interests of two million citizens. Murder will continue after an execution in about the same ratio as before, or perhaps in slight increase.
0: The state of Kansas executed 15 men between 1944 and 1965. There were no executions during Governor George Docking's tenure because of his opposition to capital punishment. Two AWOL soldiers, George York and James Latham, who were hung on June 22, 1965, became the last murderers executed before the Supreme Court ruling of 1972 invalidated Kansas's death penalty. In 1976, the U.S. Supreme Court's Gregg v. Georgia decision allowed states to pass new death penalty laws if they followed certain guidelines, and after much debate, this led to the passage of the 1994 law that permits execution by lethal injection, which Governor Finney refused to sign. That death penalty law was rejected by the Kansas Supreme Court, but then upheld in 2006 by a 5-4 to vote of the U.S. Supreme Court. Although 11 men have received the death sentence since the new law was passed, none have actually been executed at this time. The only thing about the Kansas death penalty that seems certain is that it will continue to be surrounded by controversy. This has been a Kansas Memory, a Kansas Historical Society podcast. The documents used in this podcast are from Kansas Memory, a virtual repository of primary sources from our collections the url for this website is www.kansasmemory.org